We can hear well, you. I now I can now. hear you. Hey. Yeah. There it is. I don't know what the I'll hell. I'll tell you've been talking the whole time. Oh, yeah. I've been talking for like five minutes. and like, can no one hear me? <laughs> we were so no. intrigued with what you were saying. That's so. the reason I, I, like, I text Dennis. I was like, dude, just hit record. <laughs> what? Dude, how long, have, how long have you not been able to hear me? A lot. Well, I think we've All been right, talking at least 25 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Dude, I've been in minutes. here for like the last over almost 15 Jeez. that's awesome <laughs> like we were making fun of my name and i was sitting here just making fun of it with you and everybody's laughing i oh, thought you fucking God. heard me <laughs> well didn't record that either so that oh that would have been great <sighs> man what you don't know is that if you're in sales we don't have time management <laughs> well our job is to just be good at bullshit <laughs> All right, what's up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Ryan and Dennis here, and we do have a guest on tonight. We're pumped about this guest. We've actually been talking for about an hour already, uh, unrecorded. So because Ryan's we'll always have late to get him. Yeah, Ryan's always late for sure. Um, so yeah, we got a good show tonight. I'll get. I'll let Ryan bring him in. So let's get it going. Yeah, come on. So what's up, everybody? Welcome back, as Dennis said earlier. Uh, yeah, I'm here late, as usual. That's what happens with sales guys. Uh, we have set appointments that never make them, but that's why we're in sales. <laughs> um, so if you've been following us, hopefully you uh, remembered to tag a buddy, tag a beverage in our hat giveaway post. If you haven't, well... If you're listening to this now, then we closed it the day before. Then winter will be announced about two hours after this episode airs. Um, looking around 5 o'clock on Monday. But uh hope you guys got in there. And also, if you were on there and you don't win, I will still be DMing you guys and reaching out because we're going to give stickers to everybody. So, yeah, everybody gets stickers. Everybody gets stickers. Um, but we appreciate everybody supporting us and pushing that out there. And we will definitely be doing more cool giveaway stuff soon. And also, just please make sure to go check out the swag shop. The little bit we got left before we do some more reordering and get ready for the yep. fall. We got to get some sweatshirts for all the Canadians up there. Yep, yep. Sweatshirts are, <laughs> still, are working. <laughs> yeah, it's still cold up here. I had to get the dog sled going this morning. Yes. So yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So now that, now that you guys have heard him. Um, we would love to welcome someone to the show that we we invited on the show, God, what months ago, oh. and unfortunately, at, and unfortunately at the time we couldn't do it. And then I I caught him seeing that he got to jump on another show, so I sent him a message and said, "Hey, 
can you can you get on people's shows now? And they said yes. So we got him on here as fast as we could. Um, so everybody, please welcome to the show, Mr. HVAC Foodie. for having me guys i'm uh it was really looking forward i was really looking forward to being on and i know when you guys talked to me about a year ago or even less than a year ago it was i wanted to get on so badly and just at the time we couldn't but we've made it happen and excited to be here we're pumped like the walkout song too man oh yeah yeah that come out of left field but that (laughs) it's uh my son was like he's a music kid and he was like Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, we uh, that that was our when I was playing hockey. That was our come out song for hockey to, onto the ice. You know, it was a good pump up song. Oh so, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Wait a minute, yeah, I thought nice. we couldn't talk about hockey. <laughs> no, I'm we're so done confused. now. That's it. That's we're done. It. Okay, I'm gonna have to turn this. I'm gonna have to turn this game on. I got the Canes game on, like on the TV right in front of me. I, I got to turn that off. I won't be able to focus. Remember me and me and Ryan tried to do a podcast with the Braves. Uh, yeah, we attempted it during the World Series. That was not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be silent for a second, and it was like, "Did you see that pitch?" And we both forgot we were even recording. It was like, "Oops, all right." And then it's then all it's right. the battle of who is like five seconds ahead of the other person. So you try to make sure you don't give away something cool that happened. <laughs> oh yeah, the streaming. I'm streaming over here. I'm way back. Um. All right, so everybody knows the deal. Um, we got before we get started, we got to get into what we're drinking. Yes, very important business. Yes. Um, let's start. Who you want to start with? I think we should let the guest start. All right. Uh, let's do that. Gonna crack it open. All right. Oh, nice. Boom. Uh, drinking Heineken tonight. Nice. Hey. Straight. Yep. Heineken heavy. <laughs> is that, what are you? Heineken heavy Heineken heine. heine. Heavy heine. <laughs> Don't touch my heine. Keep your hands yep. off my heine. That's Man, right. I like Heineken. I, I can't think to get it. I just forget about it. I know. Yeah. I, but if I'm out, I get it. If I see it, on, you know, if you go to the golf course and they got the cans lined up on what they have, uh, and you and I see it, I'll I'll try to get it. I, I don't know what it is attractive to you. The taste, obviously, but uh, yeah, it, it just uh, goes down well, I guess, and uh, <laughs> I enjoy it, and that's it, right? So cheers to you guys. Cheers. Cheers, man. Well, plus, you know, Heineken, that's a good beer right now. It's a Champions League sponsor beer. Liverpool's in the final. Let's go Reds. There you go. Oh, soccer. A little bit hey, of footy. A little bit of footy. Hey, man. We're- I know quadruple is still on the cards it's insane but it's still possible i never thought i'd be saying that ever unless i was playing fifa (laughs) i actually caught some of the liverpool game when i was traveling the other week on the hotel i watched some of the end of it nice all right so ryan you're gonna yeah so ryan's gonna tell everybody what we're drinking because we're actually drinking the exact same thing for once pick me up some for once dennis and i get to share a beer on the show literally nice so uh years ago 
when my wife and I were dating and then first got engaged, we used to go to a restaurant over in Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge because I grew up across the mountain from there in Bryson City. A little place called the Smoky Mountain Brewery. Um, we hadn't been back there in probably a decade until earlier this week. And man, their food is better now than it was 10 years ago, which is hard to even imagine. But they also have a great brewery. They brew all their beers with imported German hops. So tonight, just because we're you lose me? Red Ale fans, we're big Red Oak fans, I had to bring my favorite Tennessee Red Ale, which is the Cherokee Red Ale from the Smoky Mountain Brewery. Let's see if we can hear this bottle open. Oh, that sounded like a, uh, what do they call them with the flip, with the little flip tops? Like Grolsch? Oh yeah, a little bit. All right. Yeah, this is a good beer. I've already drank mine, so. Oh, it's a good Ride beer. I was late. <laughs> so he got mine down. Um, but anyway. All right, so yeah, so let's get into... Let's get into Alias. What are we going to talk about first? We got it. Well, we got it. Let's 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 talk about your Instagram stance here. How you got into? Um. So he's HVAC foodie, right. by the way. Yep. And how? So let, give us a little rundown on how that got started. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> so I had a few accounts before that. I had a personal one, and then I had a different HVAC one, and I it just took a lot of time. You know, and so I kind of dropped out of it and I had a few other issues going on personally. And so I kind of dropped out of it. And then I uh, just said, you know what, I want to do something kind of on the down low, nothing too, um, nothing too flashy. And hey, what do I like? I like HVAC and I like food. And I said, hey, man, if there's an HVAC tech out there that doesn't like food, then there's something wrong with that. Right. So that's true. <laughs> right. I feel like there's Very gotta be more, there. there's gotta be more out there. Oh yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I, I get posts all the time or some messages sent to me. Hey man, what do you think of this picture? Oh man, you inspired me to do this. Right. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool. So it was, it was really just uh, meant to be a simple kind of account um, just to post some HVAC stuff and then some food that I would go see or, you know, and, and you know, not try to be a food blogger or anything like that, but just say, Hey, I, right. I tried this place locally. It's really cool. And if you're in the area, give it a shot. And so that's all it was really. That's all it was. And then, you know, I added some times of where I did some cooking and stuff like that. And it, and it slowly grew to what it is. And really it was just, it was just for fun. It was nothing more than just having some fun showing off the HVAC stuff and uh, just some food. And I said, Hey man, if those two things don't go to together, then nothing does. <laughs> I like the, yeah, I mean, I was, I'm always out there trying to cook up something and right. my wife was looking at your, uh, I was showing her your Instagram and she was looking at the, the pizza bread. Like I think that you may, where you just kind of pull it apart. Oh yes, yes, yes. The, the it was like the little, uh, um, uh, I'm not going to call it a Kaiser, but like almost like a, 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 a French stick. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's got. She's got all the stuff for that. She was looking around on there and she's going to make quite a few things that you had on there. And it's all the kind of stuff that we would make just. Yeah. It, it's, it's for fun. You know, I'll, I'll just scroll through and like, I'll say, Hey, that's pretty cool. And give it a shot. Right. I even tried the, the mashed potatoes Sunday. I don't know if you've seen that one. I did. Yeah. The one with the sausage in there. Oh yeah. I mean that, that, 
that just went well so well together. Was- that thing looked <laughs> just nasty sick, man. I mean, it looked awesome. Like I wanted. To just- and, and the worst thing was I was home by myself when I did it. So I have a wife and two kids, right? <laughs> so here I am. I cooked all that up. I'm like, who's going to eat this all, right? <laughs> I made it. And so yeah, so I had all of it. And it was it was good, man. It was good. It was, it was fun. It's relaxing. I find it relaxing when I have to find the time to cook. So, yeah, it was good. It was good. I always, right. I always laughed at uh, because I used to always think that of all chips, that seemed to always amazingly get flavors spot on was Pringles, and then I died laughing when you posted the the Wendy spicy chicken one. Oh yes, forever yes. ago. But yep. I just, I remember that because every time I try different flavors with them, I'm like, how do they get this so accurate? <laughs> I haven't I, seen that. I haven't seen that flavor. I don't. I've seen the post, and I was like, oh my god. I don't know if yeah. you guys, uh, you guys have Lay's down there, Frito Lay's, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's big, yeah. Yeah, up, I don't know if, if they had the contest. I know they had a contest up here about uh, different flavors and new flavors. They had poutine. Uh, yeah, yeah we did that down here too. Yeah. And my favorite one, which was spot on, was the scallop potatoes. I don't know if you guys. Yes. Those yeah. were spot on. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, it was like we're going to the grocery store. First aisle, we're hitting the chips aisles and make sure we get a bag of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, those, those were, those are my favorite flavor. If I could have them. It would be the scallop potatoes by Lay's. Yes. Yeah, my son and my wife keep so many kinds of chips in this house. Right. I mean, something new comes out, it's in here. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Now, do y'all do y'all call them chips or do you call them crisps? No chips. It's chips. Okay. Potato chips or chips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's All like right. pop so what, or soda, I guess, right? We call it pop. You guys call it soda, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We just call everything Actually, Coke. we <laughs> yeah. just call everything Coke. <laughs> I was about to say, I grew up like I just thought that was what it was. It was Coke. <laughs> That's it, yeah. What flavor do you want? I mean, Coke. orange. It's all Coke though, right? Like, no, it's not. It's oh. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, we, we called it bubbly stuff in the South for the longest time. Bubbly stuff for the kids, right? Bubbly stuff. You want the bubbly <laughs> stuff, right? Because <laughs> we, when we first let them try that, they didn't like it, right? So, you know, that was our bubbly stuff. Do you want the bubbly stuff? And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, give us a little rundown, and we'll get we'll get deep into this here and there. We'll just kind of get a give us a rundown of what your what you do on on the HVAC side and kind of what you get into. You're called a commissioning tech, correct? Yeah. Commissioning a startup guy. Um, so I work for a manufacturer that, uh, builds custom, uh, HVAC equipment, anything from, you know, a small makeup air unit for, you know, your local restaurant to some pretty big stuff for pharmaceutical food process, um, condos, sports arenas, stuff like that. So it's, it's a wide range and wide capacities. And so what my job is, um, once the installing contractor installs it and they connect all the gas and electrical and ductwork and controls, BMS and stuff like that, I'll go out and meet their, their tech and we turn it on and we run it through its bases. So, you know, make sure that, uh, one, that the unit is working properly. Uh, it's, you know, doing what it's supposed to do, responding, um, giving out the proper capacities, check combustion, make sure all the compressors are coming on, proper temperature drops across them. And once we figure out that the, or work out that the unit itself is working properly, then we kind of look at the system as a whole. How is it working with the BMS system, the ductwork? Is it, you know, enough airflow and stuff like that? So 
basically my job is to make sure that once that unit is installed and uh, landed and all that stuff, that it will run properly to how it, how it was designed to run and what they're looking for, you know, and to eliminate any potential issues that may arise. So who who's kind of on the hook at the end of the day when something goes down? I mean, I guess you guys are, you're kind of covering the machinery, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so it, it, you know, once we, I always have this saying, if something's going to go wrong electrically, it's going to happen within the first 24 hours of it operating. You know what I mean? Right. You know, you buy, a t, you buy a TV and if it works the first 24 hours, you're going to have it for the next 10, 12 years or whatever it is. Right. So the way it works is with equipment, obviously there's warranty and stuff like that on it. Right. But you know, anything that is with the equipment that's looked after, but anything external, that's up to the installing contractor. So if there's issues with plug gas, electrical, or the ductwork, they obviously have to take care of that and anything else that comes with the unit itself, then, you know, we'll look after it. I gotcha. Yeah. So that, that's actually interesting. Cause I, I never realized which, and I mean, you don't advertise it, obviously. But I wasn't, I didn't know you worked for the manufacturer. I assumed you were working for just a large commercial company, which technically I guess you are. Yeah. 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 No, no, I work directly for the manufacturer, which is, which is kind of cool because, you know, I started there, I graduated uh, college in 98 and I started there and been there with this company ever since. So we're going on to 24 years with them. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Nice. So, you know, when I started with them, it was like, I started off when they hired me, it was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to be in service. That's what my goal is. Like, you know, uh, I've always done stuff with my hands. You know, my ki- my parents would buy me a remote control car. And you know how long that would last? would be about two hours before I was taking it apart to see how the hell it was working, right? God, I know a guy just like that. Right? And, and, <laughs> and my parents soon learned not to give me the tools because they didn't want to wreck it. You know, so, you know, I was trying to take it apart with scissors <laughs> and stuff like that to undo the screws, right? But, uh, yeah, so when I started with them, they were they were uh, – Asked me what I wanted to do. And I said, yeah, I want to be in service. And I went through their training program, which was nice because I, you know, learned how to build the equipment, wire the equipment, test the equipment, the whole nine yards. And pretty much been in service ever since. We call it service commissioning, you know, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I've okay. been there ever since. So it's nice working for a manufacturer because you know the equipment inside out, right? Right. So like I was explaining before, when the guy called me, couldn't figure out why the, his burner wasn't lighting. And I just said, well, Put your phone close to the manifold so I can hear the sequence of the valves. I'm like, yeah, you don't, forgot to turn one on, kind of thing. So that's 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 one benefit <laughs> of uh, working for a manufacturer and you know seeing the equipment all the time. So I was gonna say, and you may not have came came across this as much, but um, you got a story where you, and I don't know, I, I've had this happen to me quite a bit this week with. I get guys on the phone, me and you were talking about it, where they're just, they either just got started or, they, or they've been doing it wrong for 25 years, right? But at the end of the day, on my job, I got to try to help this guy, right? right? So um, I could obviously just kind of push him away and be like, man, you, you're just going to have to figure it out. I mean, you don't have a meter, you don't have this, you don't have that. But can you think back of on a job where you just completely fell on your face? I mean, just... But, but I mean, you kind of came up the proper way in there, so you may not. Right. But, um, you know what I mean? Where you get on a job and you're just 
just completely lost and i've looked back at that and think man if i'd have just known this and this and this um but you have to kind of come that way you got to come up that way somehow oh yeah so i um I was listening to actually your podcast with Jeff and you guys are talking about college and stuff like that in the schools. And you guys were right. You know, the schools don't teach you everything, you know, that you need to know. A lot of it is theory, no, but not, not a lot of practical. Oh no. Right. Again, if you go into a trade school, it might be a little bit different, but they don't show you everything, man. There's been many times where, uh, when I first started, um, and I'll try to think of a job or think of a scenario, but where I was like, completely lost you know and i would call my boss and you know did you check this did you check this did you check this right and right. It's, it's been many times where it's like oh my god that was something stupid i mean uh even recently um you know with controls and displays and stuff like that i had i had a, uh, an alarm or a message come up that said off by key right off by key and i could not figure out what the hell off by key meant because Two minutes ago, it was running, and all I did was turn it on and off. And I, I was at my wits' end, at my wits' end, and I, and I finally called, you know, our tech support line. I said, "Hey, man, this is what's going on. What the hell does it mean by off by key?" And he's like, "Did you try turning on the on button? You know what I mean?" And I'm like, Are you no, "Off chase? by key, yeah, oh, yeah. off by yeah. key." And it, it was just a matter of did you press on? I'm like, "Well, why doesn't it say?" press on off by key, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, you, you, you run into stuff all the time like that where, um, yeah, you fall flat on your face and you have no idea. And then you turn around and we talked about it. It comes to you in the middle of the night. Oh my God, that's what it is. Right. So yep. it happens. I can't think of something right off the top of my head, but I mean, what I just told you is one, but, oh, there's been many times where like, well, why is it doing this? Why? And it's something stupid. Like, Oh my God, it was a loose wire or something. And I've taken all that and learned from it where, you know, after, you know, a few months of being out there and learning under the senior guys, I, all I did was take notes after that. Right. All I did was take notes and say, okay, what was the problem? You know, what we did to solve it. And then, you know, you make a note. And so that helped me a lot because I was able to go back to my own handwriting and my own notes and say, Hey, I've seen this before. Right. So the, that's what I've done with it, and it, and it helps you out that way. So yeah, I was gonna say, I had, you know, I came in, I went to school for a couple of years, and you know the how that is. Right. I mean, even HVAC, right? It's just kind of a good base, and this job will haunt me forever. Um, <laughs> sold a. Uh, Sold two 10 tons. That was my first big sale. Of course, our company was small, so we I actually put them in as well. You know, selling tech, sold them to a big church, put them in. Um, just split 10 tons, right? Air handler, big, big blower. Right. Fired it up. It goes up like 20 feet, and then it turns and goes out into the gym. Huge square duck, you know, three foot by three foot or whatever it was. And, uh, we, we fill it up. We weigh the charge in. It was empty, you know, and weigh it in. It runs for about 20 minutes, and it just starts freezing up. Okay. Um, but it runs for a good little, you know, 20 minutes is a long time in the HVAC world. Right, yeah. And, right, that's a lot of five-minute delays. So <laughs> it's, it's running, it's running, it starts freezing up on the suction line. You start adding gas. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm green, right? right? I come out of school. 
but I think I've got it. I think I got everything figured out. And um, we ended up getting, we was everybody, you know, I called tech support for this brand. Finally get the uh, manufacturer involved. And they said, you got a restriction. Um, like, okay. Uh, so they just sent us two giant slab coils. We throw those in there repipe it in recharge it does the same thing not once did anybody check static pressure i didn't even own a manometer okay. like i didn't even know what that was right, right? right i just i i did read about it in school we had all this stuff and we learned about it but you get out on the job and you just you just black out i don't know what happens um so i go home have a couple nightmares about it i mean this thing's dragging on for weeks and weeks the church is like, uh, what are you doing over there? You know, we've lost all profit. Right. Um, it's so it just hit me one night and the next morning I went over there, I got up on this, you know, 10 foot step ladder. I cut a hole in this ductwork, and the air almost knocks me off the ladder. <laughs> right. Uh, I look in this hole and the fire damper was closed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I had no, nobody had a clue, not one clue. And I look back at that job now and I'm thinking, God, you just throw a static probe in there and it's like four, you know, it's running like a four static right. supply or something. Um, and you fix it in, uh, you know, a couple minutes. I mean, but that's, that's what HVAC is, man. Oh yeah, I, I think. And as a tech guy, you can't just be like, "He's supposed to know that." Sure, he is, of course, right? I was, I should have known that, but it's bizarre that just how we do in this business, you know. I mean, and like I've been now in the field for how long, and I'm still learning something every day. I mean, I always, I always tell anybody I'm with, man, if you didn't learn something today, something's wrong, right? Um, there's always something to learn. Right. And as long as you can go back and remember what that situation was and you can use it moving forward, then that's a good thing. Right. right? Um, I've, I've had to deal with a few texts where, you know, they would ask me a situation. I'd say, okay, well, did you check this? And they would go check it and they solve the problem. Great. And, you know, not three months later, they would call me and ask me the same thing. And I was like, well, wait a second. We, we just went over this, right? So yep. I think what, what makes that you... one remind you of, Dennis? The old 59er. Oh. Yeah. The, yeah. We, <coughs> our, furn our furnace has a water sense code um, for a 90% furnace. And it's a, yeah, it's a 59 code, but it only happens when the unit's in a horizontal left position. So everybody calls me and says they got a 56 code because <laughs> um, they just misread it. And 56 is not in the, in the, it's not on the door. Um, so it's, it's just a big round and around and around. But what has Ryden got here for Obi-Wan Kenobi here? Oh, man? okay. So, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was his May the, on May the 4th. <laughs> All right, so a buddy of mine, and you guys should get him on as well, the HVAC doctor. Uh, he's got a, quite a good story. He's actually an actual doctor that stopped <laughs> being a doctor and went into the HVAC trade. So you should really look at getting him on. So we're good buddies. Sweet. That's we, interesting. Yeah, it, it's, it's quite the story. But uh, I bumped into him on a job site, and I just saw that he had a couple stickers on his hard hat, 
and we got to talking and we're like, are you on Instagram, this and that? And we kind of hit it off then. And we, are, we, him and I are cut from the same cloth, uh, cloth the way we uh, start up and commission units and stuff like that. So we, uh, we always get along and kind of rib each other along. And one of our, one of our things is uh, whenever we go do a startup, is it actually going to be ready to start up? So, you know, one of our, <laughs> one of our, one of our things is like, you, you, you have a, a checklist in your head. So, you know, if the unit says maximum breaker 80 and they put in a hundred, well, your unit's not getting started and that's it for the day. Right. Yeah. So we have a thing going on back and forth. So it was just, it, it was a good one. It, just about uh, doing things the right way. And, you know, we call each other masters and stuff like that. So it just Obi-Wan Kenobi and May the 4th <laughs> and it, it worked out. It was pretty funny. And uh, yeah, it, it, it was nice of him to do That's That's pretty much, all it was that we're uh, we're masters of our trade. That's what he was just getting at. So it was nice. It was nice. Now, are you guys? Do you work together, or are you separate companies as friends? Uh, completely separate companies. So when I first met him, he was uh, he was working for the installing contractor, and so he was the tech that I would meet on site, and we would walk through the whole thing, <laughs> and we kind of hit it off. And he's moved off now to another company. And he does the same thing I do. Uh, someone else installs the equipment. He does all the commissioning and startup on it. So just friends that would like the one thing I love about this trade, the HVAC trade is like you bump into someone, you know, doesn't matter where like you do HVAC, you know, are we best friends now kind of thing. So that's, that's kind of the way you yep. work with, right. work with him. So, I mean, I've met a lot of cool people just through Instagram. It's, it's really nice that just in my area here that, you know, Hey, you want to go grab a coffee and we go grab a coffee. So it, it's, it's nice. It's nice. So yeah, we're just, we're just good buddies. I was going to say when I got on the plane to fly back from Rochester, Rochester, uh, Rochester, <laughs> Ryden just has to say it like that. Uh, I had some mini split training out there and when I got on the plane to fly back um, I I don't know what it is but I attract like the worst people to fly next to on a plane <laughs> May, I, I, maybe it's not just me but um, man I've had some doozies this year but uh, this kid's probably 19, 20 okay. and I can smell alcohol on him he's well, let's say he's 20 let's say he's 21 22 um he is so terrified of flying, and he's—he, I guess he tried to get hammered before he got on the plane. But <laughs> that did not help. Um, he's like, he's like, uh, man, what, what do you do? And I'm like, uh, I'm in HVAC, you know, I'm in HVAC. Oh man, I'm I work for the local sheet metal union. I'm just like, God, you just can't escape, can't escape. It. <laughs> um, so he's an old ten knocker, you know. Right, right. And I was looking at him, and he was just shredded. It looks like he, he owns like a really really bad cat right he was just shredded up his arms and hands like oh man he was all tore up but uh yeah never flown on a plane before and his metal his uh his union was right there at the end of the runway so he was taking pictures we were taking off and uh yeah it was a trip nice. but i've had some really bad uh really bad folks on the plane <laughs> this year um and I kept putting my headphones in with this kid, and he just kept talking to me. I'm just like, just hey, need someone got... to talk to Dennis, and he, he like, found what? a friend. He found a friend. I finally was like, "Look, you see this? I'm sticking to my ear, man. You got to get." Me. I mean, get the hint. Trying to listen to my podcast. <laughs> uh, so, 
So I, is this the second? How many podcasts have you been this on? This is my second one. This is my second one. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. You had to get cleared. Um, and we're kind of doing this. Nobody ever really knows me and Ryden's kind of yeah. backstory. We're, we do this on the side, you know, with the company we work for, we work for a distributor. And as of right now, we don't throw anybody's names out, right. you know? Um, and, uh, I got to keep, I got to keep watching the screen here. I don't know when, uh, Ilya's just going to drop off. No, no, I'm okay. I, I, I apologize about that. I have no idea what's wrong with the internet here, but yeah, it feels like we're doing it. We should have just did a zoom meeting and been done with it. <laughs> right. Uh, um, works too. um so before we before i forget we're gonna be all we're all over the place on the notes so i don't really care at this point let's roll with it that's good before i forget it's not a good story but it's kind of crazy you gotta tell about the guy running from the seagull oh yeah so that's um yeah that happened uh down by the lake there it's a it's really sad it's actually um you know it it, you know the, the geese are crazy up here um cobra chickens cobra ninja chickens yep uh, so that's that's my buddy matt's uh that. the hvac doctor his little uh title he's given them but the seagulls are pretty bad as well and you know this goes out to all the all the techs out there to be careful you never know but yeah during a nesting season with the seagulls they are very protective as is any bird right and yep. he was backing away and and threw a skylight unfortunately and passed away so oh, it, yeah so yeah, it it it's a sad thing when you hear that, and you know we all make fun of this the critters and stuff and the geese, but when it, it when it takes a you know a brother's life, that's it, it's it's the worst thing. You know what I mean? It's the well, worst you thing. said yeah. that, and I thought, man, that's not it. Wouldn't be that hard to do, right? Like that's why I wanted to bring it no, up. It really here. I mean, when you're up on a roof, like man, yeah, you got to pay attention. Yep, it's 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 sad. It's sad when you, you think of it, you almost want to say it's silly, but it's like. You never freaking know, and it doesn't even have to be a seagull, man. You can you can trip over anything and, and do right. that, right? So, yeah, it's 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 not nice. It's not nice. That uh that ten so I did a ten ton site visit. Um, I was telling you about, and I went to is that the one I think it is. Yeah, unfortunately, it. Did you get dive bombed uh, by a seagull over there? They fly over from Concord no. Mills. Yeah, they see the you know that company seagulled me, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I go up on this roof and I thought, wow, that unit is really high off the roof. Um, why is there so many curbs under that thing? It looks like a. It looked like the HVAC hacks on Google Images right, when right. you you're scrolling through there. You're like, that can't be real, um, but just miscommunication you know i think uh of course we keep going back to this right we think everybody's supposed to just know everything and um a good curb miscommunication story for later ah, yeah i mean there's always curb miscommunications um but yeah they they give us the measurements and we built them a great curb adapter the problem was it went on to a curb adapter another <laughs> bingo one. and nobody knew what it was yeah, I mean, so in our, I mean, in our, at our distributor, right, we get, um, there's two types of commercial guys, right? There's commercial guys. Yep. And then there's residential guys that get into commercial. Right. Yep. And it's just is what it is, right? I, 
you can come on here and bash people all day, but this is what we deal with. This is the industry. And they start out like commercial and they do a couple and they're like, God, man, that was pretty sweet. You just kind of set it there and hook some power to it. Then they, uh, start getting a little bigger on the tonnage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff starts changing a little bit. You know, there's a possibly an economizer and this and that. And then it's like, up. Oh, then they hit a wall. Right. 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 Uh, Cause they really don't have a guy for it. Nope. Um, it, and I, and I kind of just get dropped in there somehow. I mean, I got to try to help them there. They're our customer. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's never going to change in this industry. Oh, I, I posted, I posted a pic, uh, a video the other a week ago or so about a 36 ton heat pump unit. And I got a bunch of comments like, where do you even start? And like, at the compressor, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you follow the pipes kind of thing, right? I mean, yep. it, it, I, I honestly, I love the, what I do. And I, I, I mean, some of the equipment I see, like the biggest thing I've worked on was a, a 10 million BTU uh, unit with 180 tons of cooling, 12 compressors. Yeah, I can't really. It, it, this thing was the size of like two school buses, you know, two and a half school buses. I can't wrap my head around yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's just a monster, just a monster. And yeah, I love it. I love it. You know what I mean? You, it's uh, not everyone gets to uh, work on that kind of stuff. And when you when you see it running and it's doing what it's supposed to do, it's it. I geek out on it. You know what I mean? I really, oh, I yeah. really geek out on it. I was. Well, I'm sitting here. I got like a million questions right now, yeah. but I'm not gonna. Oh, ask, man. Ask. Is it? Are, uh, how does the series work when you have multiple, like multiple compressors? Is it? You obviously, I mean, you you don't bring all that on, right? You, you, well, okay. So, so in this case, it has twelve. Like at one time? No, 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 no. It, it's all timed with the timers and stuff like that. So, right, and all right. based on temperatures. So, you know, you got you got twelve compressors, and each compressor will have a certain amount of cooling drop on it, right? So, okay. in the amount of air you're moving, so. The controllers you have, you know, you can be asking for seventy degrees F. Let's say. And uh, your outside air is 80 degrees. And, you know, the calculation will be, okay, well, if I bring on one compressor, I can maybe bring it down to about 72. Well, is that, is that inside my dead band, right? Can I bring on another right. compressor? So the, the, the control boards, <laughs> excuse me, now it... So there's, so there's algorithms obviously yes. built in there. So they're, they'll, they'll, the control boards will be like, okay, I have a total amount of this much cooling drop, right? And... Each compressor is this much, and how much can I bring it down? And should I bring on another compressor or not? Am I going to overcool the space? So there's a whole bunch of control in there that that takes that into account, like not to bring on all the compressors at once, right? So it gives a nice steady temperature discharge. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's still just refrigeration and. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's you got a fan to match it. I mean, exactly. I mean, you go look at a residential unit, right? Furnace or AC, okay. The, the logic and the idea behind it is, okay, we're adding heat to a place or we're taking away, away heat from a place. That's it, right? right? And how we do it, okay, we have a compressor or we have a heat exchanger. Now, you get some really amazing glorified commercial stuff and you have to think a little bit more, but you know it's all the same, right? Um, right. I was at a job just on the weekend. It was for a food processing place. And I really geeked out on this because I, I even put out something like who uses the psychrometrics chart anymore. Right. And, right. <laughs> and, and this, this, this piece of equipment that I was working on was uh, like 
I was so geeked out, I actually plotted every point onto the psychometric chart just to see if it would actually do it. And the way this equipment was working, we have a, a what we said, a bank of pre-cool compressors. So the pre-cool would bring it down, you know, from 88, our design inlet temperature, down to 56, right? Now everyone would say, okay. well, 56 Fahrenheit, that's, that's a pretty good temperature. Yeah, but at 56 Fahrenheit, your relative humidity is close to about 90, 100%. We can't have that into a food place, right? right. So once the, we have it down to 56, we would then run this through what we call our desiccant wheel. And this desiccant wheel has a burner on one side and on the, the burner is actually discharging about 250 Fahrenheit onto this wheel. And as this wheel spins, right, it brings the heat over and actually takes that 56 degree air and heats it up to 103 <laughs> degrees, right? Jeez. But at 103 degrees, you drop the RH down to about 7.9, right? So it's really dry. Well, you can't dump 103, right. in, 103 into the space. So now it goes to what we call like our post-cool compressors. And that post cool <laughs> will now take that 103 degree air and drop it back down to about 52, but it's at 40% RH, right? So it's just perfect. And so I plotted that out all onto the psychometric chart. And then actually to watch it do it in the field, it was it was really cool to see it actually hit all the numbers. So yeah, there's some there's some pretty cool things out there. And it I always tell the young guys, you know, if you want to succeed, learn. Don't ever stop learning. You know what I mean? Right. Don't ever stop learning. And and that was kind of the fun part about, does anybody use a psychrometric chart? Oh, it's too hard, this and that. Man, there's some good videos out on YouTube. It doesn't take long to learn something, right? So No, I remember, yeah. man, I remember in school, we we had probably three or four days on that, and we were just plotting, plotting, yeah. plotting. Yeah. Um, of course, you get out and, you know, should have kept messing with that. But then, like me and you talked, you got all these probes. Oh, and, yes, yes. And... All the enthalpy, everything's calculated and spits a number out. Um, so I, I'll actually do that. Like if I go to a call <clears throat> where, you know, they put it, put it in a house, brand new house. And when it hits, you know, 90 degrees outside, it just ain't keeping up. So I got to go over there and make sure it's not the equipment. Right. Or is it right? Yep. Um, is it the house? Is it? Is it this? Is it that? So I go over there and, you know, I had all those field piece probes in there and I wanted to see if you calculate, you know, the CFM, all that, like it's supposed mm -hmm. to, it spits out, a, you know, a live capacity. It, it kind of moves around, but it, it gives you a capacity of what, it, what it's removing. Right. And then I would actually get the, uh, the enthalpy charts out and, and try to do those myself. Of course, it's a moving target. Right. I mean calculating that but um it's it's pretty accurate man. oh yeah i mean those those uh those probes are pretty accurate um this house we actually ended up getting a thermal camera right and the whole sunroom that was just open to the living room the ceiling wasn't insulated <laughs> <laughs> i would you know as hvac guys right we can walk i don't know about you but i i feel like i'm pretty good at walking into a room and getting the temperature pretty close and humidity oh, yeah. like on yep. my skin. Yep. Like, I can just kind of dial it in. Uh, I mean, I can get pretty close, man. Probably five, I don't know, 5%. I don't know. It's, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, do you guys listen to your, your furnace when it comes on at home? I mean, I know when it's yep. come, every 10 minutes it should come on and off, right? 
And right. I, I, and I can, and I can, and I can tell when my wife goes and touches the stat, I'm like, did you turn it up? Because it's running just a little bit longer than it's supposed to. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're able to check and, and know just by, Hey, wait a second. I feel a little bit warmer and colder. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's actually a fun little, uh, fun little skill to have right you know what i mean that's all i ever heard yep. my yep. entire life don't touch that <laughs> <laughs> yes cajun joe what? yes cajun joe i will not touch your thermostat don't you worry well you, you guys heard the joke right you know <sighs> what's what's indoor design temperature whatever temperature your wife sets it to that's right <laughs> i knew that was coming that's right what <laughs> now does did anyone besides me i know i Ilya, you'll have to forgive me. When you guys get into tech talk a lot of times, especially when Dennis gets into tech talk with people, I halfway disappear because I start just freaking listening. Because, you know, I grew up in a heat and air business. My dad is still a contractor. But when you grow up in it and the majority of the time your work is in the summer, you kind of get slammed in the position where you, you just, where you're most useful. Yep. So for me, I was always on install. Okay. Always. I was always roughing in something. I was always cutting holes. I was running duct. I was doing whatever. So wrapping duct. I was wrapping duct. I was running ah, duct. What a crappy job. I was Jeez. building duct work. Um so I do like building duct work. I love building duct work. Wrapping duct work is now that's horrible. Yeah. Now everything I learned on metal was a four foot break. You know, we talked about that before. I had no bells and whistles. I had that was it. I had four by eight metal and four foot brake. Figure it the hell out, kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I love watching Jeff build stuff in the driveway with the two yes. before. And, yes. Uh, I mean, I've been there, been man. There, you got it. you're looking around the yard for something flat and straight just to start bending something <laughs> on. But the headache was, I didn't, I didn't get a lot of tech tech time in the field. Right. Most of my stuff was just figure out how to slam it in. Or you're running a crew, and then you get from high school into college, and then you're working a little bit less. But now you're, um, I'm split between some install and then some sales and then some running. So I, I missed, I missed those years of figuring out service in the field. Right. So I always try my dang just to sit back and listen, and understand as much as I can, and also not put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> but. I just have to say, did anyone catch how impressive you just moved to Fahrenheit like it was nothing? Right. I mean, did no one catch that? Oh, Because my next question is, do, do you guys, are you, when you're looking at stuff in the field there, are you sometimes Celsius, sometimes Fahrenheit? You know, does right. it depend on company or how they set it up? I had to that, ask that's that question. A, that's an awesome question. I love that. I love that. That's an awesome question. So yeah, obviously in Canada, you know, it's Celsius and millimeters and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, you talk to the old <laughs> school guys, everything is Fahrenheit. Everything. I was really? in, in college. I, I was not Fahrenheit. That at all. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, I always speak Fahrenheit. Uh, and then I get, then I, then I start to mumble because when I'm on site and I'm trying to talk to customers or the engineers, I'm trying to do the, the, the calculation in my head. So I'll, I'll try to do both. So I'll say, okay, yeah, 50 Fahrenheit, 10 Celsius. I'll try to give them both numbers just to cover, cover everyone. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just talk Fahrenheit. I just talk Fahrenheit. That's, that's just me. That's the way I was taught in college. Now the new guys coming up, the young guys, yeah, everything is Celsius. 
everything now, everything is Celsius. Is it? Ah, it seems bad. I was going to say, is it? Now, I guess there's two questions inside of that answer. So one question is, is were you taught Fahrenheit more because the technology seemed more originated where it started with Fahrenheit over Celsius or maybe? Yeah. I, I, or is it because there's a larger range of temperature so it's easier to gauge where you are? Uh, I, does that, I, does that the, make sense? No, I understand what you're saying. I guess the best answer I can tell you just... Uh, one thing, yeah, probably the whole thing about where everything originated from. And when we were just in the trade school and my college, it was always Fahrenheit. It was always talked Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit. So that's just kind of stuck into my head. And and I don't know, I, I found the numbers easier for me, right? 212, 70, you know, uh, 32, whatever, yeah. right? right? And it just, it just kind of just stuck in my head and now again i have to try to catch myself and try to give them both conversions when i do it right and it, i even find myself when i'm uh writing up my reports for the day i'll have to put both numbers down it just i, I oh, that would yeah suck. i just i just can't <laughs> i cannot stick to like i mean i i have to add both but for me it's it's fahrenheit i just speak fahrenheit all the time and the worst is when you know i'll talk to someone i'll say yeah it was uh, you know 50 fahrenheit like well that's really hot no, or I would say, sorry, I would say, that's, I, I would just say, oh, it's, it's 50, 50. Right? right? Yeah. And they're like, that's hot. I'm like, no, that's actually cold. Right. And you just realize, oh man, I'm talking Fahrenheit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm Fahrenheit all the way, all the way. Now, did you go to trade school in, in Canada or did you come to the States for trade school or how? No, that... I, so I went to, it's a funny story, the way the, how I got into this whole HVAC business as a. You know, growing up in Canada, everything was hockey, hockey, hockey. So uh, I finished high school and I kind of turned to my dad. My dad, my dad's a master carpenter by trade. So sweet. I turned to my dad. <laughs> so is Dennis's dad. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> turned to my dad and I said, "Hey, the hockey thing didn't work out. What am I going to do now?" Right. So yep. uh, build hockey sticks. There you go. <laughs> it, it, it came down to tool and die and HVAC. That's what. That's where my. That's where my whole thing came from. It came down to tool and die and HVAC. So I said, "Well, I think I'm going to go the HVAC route," and that's where it was. So I went to a local community college, uh, Humber College, it was a three-year program, and yeah, that's where I learned it all. Uh, a lot of uh, theory, some hands-on, and and that's it. And then the rest is all everything I learned since I've been in the field. Yeah, I mean we've we've had HVAC Jess on here a couple yes. times and. She's talked about. Seems like a long road for you yeah. to get thrown into the mix. Yeah. Well, so up here, uh, like it probably should be. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, so we have uh, licenses, obviously, and I, I'm assuming you guys have licenses down there as well. I mean, obviously, you do, most right. Most states. Let's see. For us, and I guess this is another question. Ours are all controlled at the state level. Right. Are yours controlled at, I guess, territory level or province. Uh, Correct. Okay, so um, province. every yeah, province, province. <laughs> yeah, territory, province. province. Yeah. So uh, I'd get it right. Every province, yeah, Northwest every... Territory in province. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's every province has uh, a licensing system, okay, and gotcha. and it's but it's under like a general umbrella where it's, I'm in Ontario and I have my uh, gas fitter one. Basically, means I can work on any capacity. Um, of unit for heating and but if i was to say go to british columbia where jess is 
right? I would, and want to work there, I would have to go to the governing body and say, I'm a gas fitter one, give me the equivalent. And I, I'm not supposed to write any type of test or anything like that. And then I can work there, right? So my license okay. is good all the way across and even see with my, my, my refrigeration license. Yeah. So my refrigeration license, there, we have two of them. We have what we call a 313D and 313A. So 313D is uh, like residential and light commercial, I believe up to five tons. And then 313A, which is I am, what I am is I can work on any capacity, right? And and I have uh, what they call um, uh, the Red Seal. So I can work on any, in any province, interprovincial. It's interprovincial. So I can work on in any province. Dude, we totally have to nice. do a sticker combination of the HVAC foodie Red Seal. Well, I'll, I'll send you guys some stickers, no problem. I'll send you guys some stickers, uh, Well, no do you problem. have one? I didn't know you had a red seal. Well, I feel like we need to do the HVAC foodie red seal of approval here. Well, I, I, we can maybe come up with something here. So, yeah. Right? There you go. But uh, I think what Jess was going on about is uh, it is a graduated licensing system. So for like the gas side, uh, you start off as a G3. So you have to go and uh, do the three courses, get... Um, a minimum of a 75%, then we'd have to do what's called an exit exam. And so you do an exit exam with the authority having jurisdiction. And if you pass that, then you get your G3. And basically your G3 is, you can't do much. You, you're, you're helping the other guys. And then, then, right. you, then you go for your G2. And so once you get your G2 license, the same thing, you do your courses, you write your exit exam, you can work on anything up to 400,000 BTUs, right? And then after that, you have to do five years, so many hours, and then you have to go write your G1 exam. So, yeah, it is it is, it is, is a long process. It is a long process. So I mean, it, it, it should be, but it's, it's kind of wicked how the tech calls that I took today yep. yeah. from guys installed the unit got no business putting it in. Oh, yes. Like, yep. Love them to death, yep. but... Uh, so you hear, you know, it's such a crazy gap there. Um, well, and they, I don't know, you get right to it here. I well, mean, and for us, like in, in North Carolina, so we've got, we, we have three graduated sections. We have H3, which is residential light commercial to 15 tons total right. on a building. Um, on a building. On a building. Now, there's yeah, a lot of guys right. that don't catch that part. They think they can work on anything up to 15 tons. No, you can if it's the only one on the building. Right. But right. that gets lost in translation a lot. And then you have, so that's, but that's most of our residential guys are primarily H3s. And then you have H2, which is pretty much just about everything's, you know, standard commercial. And then you have H3, which is your boilers and anything that involves hydronics. Right. There's not very many people left in the state that have all three. There's very few. Yeah. And there's not as many coming up because I feel like I just, you, the amount of guys I see that, that work on boilers and stuff, it's, it's becoming so specialized. It's, it's getting crazier. Yeah. That's the same thing we have up here is uh, like the, between the G1 and the G2. So again, a G1, you can work on any capacity but you're also the most liable, right? So if anything happens, they'll be like, you were the last one on the roof, you know, what happened? 
Mm-hmm. So with the G2, it's up to 400,000. And a lot of people just stop at that and say, you know what, forget it. I mean, you're just as liable if something happens. But with a G1, you, you know, you're right. responsible for pretty much everything on that roof in that building. As long as it's, you know, in your line of uh, sight, you know what I mean? Like if I'm on the roof and something happens in the boiler, you know, I didn't know that. Right. But it's the most, it's most responsible one and most reliable one. Sorry, liable one. And, but a lot of people don't want to go for it. It's, it's far and few between there's less and less of us. That's for sure. No, then they just want to come try to hire you to sign off on it for them. So they <laughs> yeah, can blame they, you anyway. Well, that, that's exactly <laughs> it. So if I go, and, that, and, and you're not wrong because um, if I've signed off on his work, I've become liable for it, right? I'm responsible for it. So, yep, yep, you're not wrong. Hmm. All right. Well, we're going to have to get into some food stuff. All right. right. Me and Ilya can talk about this stuff all night <laughs> we got to get in all right so what's your go-to spot for lunch or do you i i feel like i'm getting to where i can't eat heavy for lunch anymore man yeah i'm the same way i want to so bad yep. <laughs> yeah I, I like today riding almost killed me <laughs> uh. now i'm gonna give you an answer what i'm into lately and maybe we won't post it because of my reputation or something salads <laughs> <laughs> I, the man, last I little yeah. while, I dude, just there isn't, there's nothing wrong with a good salad, man. No, no, I, I'm just yeah, kidding. But when I get done making a salad, dude, it's not healthy anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. It's horrible. That's true. It's not. I got I got all those onion things you can sprinkle on there. <laughs> the funyuns, um, the funyuns, <laughs> yeah, bacon bits, little mi- cheese croutons. My son will just eat those right out of the bag. I'm like, yep. that's a salad topper. He's like, no, these are this is funyuns. Uh, uh, croutons and then you know then you throw the ranch in there yep uh yeah it, it, it ends chicken. up being worse than a double cheeseburger at wendy's right yeah, yeah. i'll cook a i'll do like a boston butt you know and it'll just be you know three of us eating on that and i'll end up making these monster pork salads <laughs> like uh do barbecue and ranch you're yeah, like this this lettuce wrapped uh, <laughs> sandwich is delicious. <laughs> oh man! Wrap that lettuce wrap with some bacon, and you're good to go. You know what yes. I mean? So. Right. So, all right, I've been wanting to ask yep. you this: um, what kind of grill? What, what do you like cooking with outside? You pellet? Are you charcoal? Are you gas? All right. So I have two. I do. Ooh. I do have a, a little Weber charcoal grill. Classic. You can't go wrong with the yeah 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 the little the black ball the black globe and yes. I do have I do have a, a natural gas barbecue as well. Okay, yeah. and nice. It, the the charcoal one usually is when uh, the family and I will go for um, like outings and stuff like that. That's when I'll do that, and then at home okay. it's just the, the the quick up on the natural gas barbecue and away we go. So I've got a nice natural gas stainless steel side burner out here and i bought a pellet grill and i have not used that gas grill except for storing my utensils (laughs) (laughs) not gonna lie (laughs) i just need to give it away to somebody (laughs) because man if you ever start cooking on a pellet grill um it's just all wood like it's all wood cooking 
Um, and you can't get that that, that that flavor that it adds is, no, is unbelievable. Can't. Yeah, you yeah. Can't yeah, I mean, you it. if you turn the heat up on it, right? Like if I cook cook a burger on it at like three fifty, you turn it to three fifty, it doesn't smoke. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? It's got a little it's got a little blower in there, and it just keeps feeding the feeding the air in there, and it doesn't smoke. It just burns. Right. And uh, and I can't I can't. Where has that thing been my whole life? I mean. <laughs> Those grills have been out for a long time. I just, you know, yeah, well, you, you, kept putting it off and putting it off because they were a little expensive yeah, when yeah. they came out. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I haven't used that gas grill in two years. So I'm <laughs> oh, I, I love my gas grill, and uh, I was supposed to get it going this weekend, but we have rain for the next two days, so it might have to work for next weekend. But yeah, I clean that thing. I drill out all the old holes, orifice, you know, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then fire it up and and my tradition is the the first uh first meal that gets cooked on there is me and me only and it's my porterhouse steak you know what i mean oh there you uh, go about, about three minutes on each side and we're good to go you know so yep that's 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 the way i go so are you um i, I don't know if you mentioned how old are you so how old are your kids oh uh, my son's 15 my daughter's 12 okay Dang, oh, right, or, right, or, right in there together or or 25 and 21 depending on how they're acting that day right <laughs> so i got 17 and 11 right. so i got 17 son and 11 daughter and where are you at with your kids and how they like their steak i've, I've got mine trained pretty because kids are funny about oh, this okay. is a good right? story uh so um let's see or do they eat steak? <laughs> oh, they eat steak. It just depends on how it's made. So one of the things that I've really got into this year was uh, making like Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. And okay. I posted a bunch online there and they, they came out really well. And so my son goes crazy for them. He actually goes crazy for my daughter. Uh, not so much. She's more into lobster. She's fancy. She likes the lobster fancy. rolls. <laughs> lobster, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, me, I'm I'm rare to medium, medium rare. That's my steaks, and my son, okay. you know, they they have to be cooked through. He, I don't think he's uh, reached that point, you know, to understand that you need a little bit of blood there. You know what I mean? So, I know. Well, that's why I brought it up. It's, <laughs> oh, little, it's, it's. Oh, I can't wait for this one. What? <laughs> Do I have a story? Do you have a story? Where's yours at? Know. You, if not, I have one. That's why I was waiting to hear yours first. Yeah, well, I was, I was waiting to hear my, Kylie and Corey's take on this. Well, I've so I grew up right. My dad just overcooked everything. I mean, <laughs> okay, horribly. yeah, yeah. Everybody, I feel like everybody's parents just, you know, they mashed the hamburgers, all the grease out because I don't know who taught them that, and then you cut it open, and it's just great. Yep, right. Yep. It's cooked yep. completely through, and. You know, I moved out and I started watching like the Food Network and I, you know, Gordon Ramsay flipped the hamburger one time yep. and I'm yep. like, oh, okay. He cut, you know, you watch the Food Network, right? They'll, they'll cook pork and it'll be like pink. Yep. Uh, like a, you know, like a pork chop. It'll be pink. And you're like, okay. Um, but it's all temp, right? So then I started getting into just temp and everything. Um, kind of getting tech technical with it, obviously. Yep. And I've gotten, uh, I've gotten my sons, my, my son and my daughter, they're, they're right at medium. Man. Nice. I mean, they, um, once they get, 
once they get tired of just chewing on it and chewing <laughs> on it and chewing on it, right? And they're like, just try this. Just take one bite, you know. Um, it's a lot of work, though, for a parent. And you got to... Yeah. Oh, I mean, the kids are just picky. I mean, um, it, it, even to get them to have bacon for the first time, you know, I was like, oh, my God, it's like crispy and tastes like chips. And now I got to shoo them away with, you know, like a spatula, like get away, let it get, let it get on the plate first. But... Yeah, you know, I mean, I got a funny story where my wife and I went out for dinner and uh, I ordered a steak and, you know, medium or rare, you know, medium rare. And my wife ordered it well done. And the waiter just kind of looked at me as like, you got to get a handle on this here. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so when I first met my wife, you, you brought it up. She ate everything well done because that's the way her family always did it. But yeah, so I remember she. You know, she orders, she ordered, you know, a well-done steak. And I was like, really? You sure? And I think it took me, I'm trying to think how long it really took me to get her to start doing it. And really the last few years is really when it's picked up. She's like, why did I ever do that? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then I, you know, we'll, I, go well, out, think yeah, it, we'll go out to eat with, with the in-laws and they're like, well done. I'm like, oh God, why? Yeah, yeah, you just kind and of I was sit there and I'm like, "Do you like charcoal?" Is it good? <laughs> you hide behind. Well, wasn't there a little behind the It was menu. more of a scare back then, right? Of I, I think, yeah, and I think, I think that's, that's and I think that's what it gets back to is you know back make sure you know it just takes you to eat one hamburger and get sick and may not have nothing to do with it in the hamburger. Oh, that's it wasn't cooked all the way through or something like that, right? right. So now it's like cook it till it's it's done, right? The, the, the trick about cooking is if you do it to temperatures, you're okay. It's the same as a turkey. I mean, um, everyone's like, oh, make sure it's cooked properly, and but it always dries out. Well, you can have a moist turkey if you cook it right to mm -hmm. the proper temperature, right? Right. When it's done. When it's done. Yep. And, and I have, the, you know, I have the thermocouple stuck in there, and I have all those little automatic poppers and stuff like oh, that, yeah. right? <laughs> and I'm watching it and like, okay, you know. And as long as you cook it to the right temperature, it will come out okay. But people just, you know what, just cook it until it's 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 completely you know like you said gray on the inside and then you yep. that fear of being sick or a salmonella or whatever right e coli oh, mad cow yeah, yeah mad cow <laughs> or e coli and that will uh and they don't have to worry about that but i think that's a big thing it's a fear of getting sick from the food right so i i even went as far you know how many of y'all have cooked corn on the grill oh, yeah. you you wrap it up tenfold you're messing around. You 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 may be cooking a burger or a steak on there, and next thing you know, you're like, God, how long has that been up there? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're like, is it done? I don't know. It's wrapped up. I have no idea. So I was like, there's got to be a temp for corn, and it's 140. Okay. So huh. I just poked the probe in there, you know, just the handheld, and you hit 140 on that. Just take it off. Um. And it actually gets there a lot quicker than you think. And uh, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's tender. Because on the grill, like I said, you can really screw that up. You know, you just keep rolling them around on there. And everybody's drinking, hanging out. And <laughs> you unwrap the corn and it's like there's nothing left of it. Um, yeah, everything's got a temp, yep, man. Yeah, yep. All right, so... There was something else I was gonna. So what do you what do you cook on? I guess you do the charcoal. 
what's the longest you, you got into like cooking a brisket overnight or oh you got into any I, of that i, yet? I haven't gone you... i'm not that advanced yet uh, okay the, the, the longest cooking i do is uh ribs okay ribs. so you know i think i did say some ribs on yeah there. so i i've really gotten into ribs and yeah about you know three hours on there and cook it nice and slow and you know i have three burners on the barbecue so what i'll do is i'll uh i'll put the heat on to the left side and i'll have the the meat on the right side so there's no direct heat right so it's just nice right nice slow slow cook at 350 for a few hours and yeah beautiful comes out nice so that's that's my longest cook thing i've done sweet yeah you can't go wrong with oh. we got some uh y- y'all big on the holidays up there coming up was that next weekend? Well, no. Th- so this weekend we's uh, Victoria Day. So we, that's that's the big holiday we have up here, Victoria Day. So um, kind of the unofficial start to the summer in Canada, and uh, okay. everybody's rushing off to the cottage. And so we will see if I get the barbie cleaned up. We will throw some uh, bar- <laughs> throw some hamburger, steak, and whatever else on there. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, today or Monday is the first official. Well, that's the that's the holiday, but this is the long weekend. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, what's the temp up there right now? Oh, okay. So, you want it in Fahrenheit or Celsius? Well, so today oh, we're running about twenty-seven Celsius. So that's about what seventy-eight uh, or so, seventy-nine Fahrenheit. Jeez, y'all are about to die. Yeah, there. and the humidity was up That's there. Hot. The humidity was up there, so it brought it up a few more degrees. So yeah, but um, overnight it drops down, and next week we're back down to the fifties or you know ten Celsius. So it's it's hit and right. miss. It's hit and miss up here. It's up and down. How about you guys down there? It was oh, a it was a, it was know. a nice balmy like ninety seven today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was a record. Well, I'm pretty sure we hit a record. It was miserable. I, when I got in the car to leave the office, <laughs> it was, it, in the sun was reading 110. Nice. Well, so I finally got up. I finally got up to go to the gym this morning at four. Um, and when you stroll out the house at four thirty-five o'clock in the morning, and it just hits you in the face. <laughs> yeah. It, you know. Especially if you're in HVAC, you're like, oh, dear God, yep. here we yeah, go. Yeah. Today's going to suck. When it's dark and it's hot, it's just those two just don't, oh, yeah. I don't know, and, don't and, go together. Yeah, yeah. I know we get that uh, July and August gets pretty ugly for us here with the humidity. It's just, 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 just disgusting. Just, just the worst. Th- yeah, the just, humidity up there, everybody just forgets about yeah, that. Yeah, it is. It is just... Uh, enough to drive you crazy and we we get our you know the smog warnings and you know the the heat index and heat ex, heat indexes are up and everything like that it just it, it and we get you know weeks of it sometimes non-stop right and so there's no relief it's just constantly constantly there so yeah the humidity does us up here the humidity is the worst up here so what's what's like a what's like a design condition for just residential just in your area Good question. Just a general. Okay. I don't want my wife listening. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Does that... <laughs> Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. I mean, what do you? In other words, what do you? Yeah. What do you? What do you size and systems towards? You know what I mean? All right. Uh, As a general. Uh, so I know on our commercial stuff, we uh, we uh, like to um, you know, we can bring it down really to any temperature, but usually uh, on the cooling side, the lowest will bring it down is about fifty-five. 
right? Discharge 55 okay. into the space. And then on the, in the, on the heating side, you can get up to 90 or whatever, just whatever the conditions are. And then everywhere in between, right? So uh, what, what is the indoor design temperature says? Usually about uh, 70 Fahrenheit and anywhere between 40 and 50 RH, something like that. Yep. So that's kind of the design that we go for. But yeah, on our equipment. It's probably about the same. It's just, the I guess the humidity is kind of rough. Oh, it, it, you know, honestly, you can start up a piece of equipment and you bring on a couple of compressors and um, you, you see the, the drain fill up and just come dripping. out the trap. And it's, it's, you know, <laughs> and it's the worst thing because if you forget to bring your water bottle up, you're looking at that water coming out of that trap and you're like, man, that looks really good to drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's clean. It's clean. It's clean. Yeah, you know, on a brand new piece of equipment. Yeah. You might get away from it, but you know, when you start to get a little bit of green coming out of there, yeah, stay away from there. Right. So, yep. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last thing you want is legionnaires. So, yeah. Just take your Brita with you out there. Yeah, pour it through the, the old charcoal filter. <laughs> put the charcoal filter on the green <laughs> trap, right? <laughs> so, uh, I'll have, I have to just throw this on here. My wife is currently in uh, Cherokee uh, Casino here. How's your bets or, doing? <laughs> Actually, she just texted me. She just won sixteen hundred bucks on a slot machine. Nice. And she does not dude, gamble. She, I think she, she freaking played. That's beginner's luck, dude. Tell her to she walk. She threw the a hell twenty away. in with somebody else. Walk away, you know, Tracy. <laughs> somebody drug her into throwing a twenty. You know, they'll. Can't say anything. It's a little girl's trip, so they all throw a twenty in. They all push the button a few times, and and they hit it. So nice. That's pretty cool. I can't say anything. She said, they, she said they just took taxes out right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they will. Yeah, it was over. I think Oh, it says she won 1666, and they, they taxed it right oh, there. Yeah. So I'd have been telling them to tax it. I don't need to end into those three numbers either. <laughs> right? <laughs> tax it. <laughs> so, Ilya, what you got coming up this week? You got anything well, food-wise, nothing much, but uh, I am actually going out on a road trip for work, a uh, place a little northeast of, of Toronto, uh, southwest of uh, Ottawa called Perth. I'm actually okay. going to uh, start up six chillers, so that's going to be fun. I can't wait to post some stuff about those chillers. So nice. that's, that's going to be uh, nice. And it, it, they're little, uh, the, the modular chillers. So they're, uh, oh, okay. yeah, you know, the... Mo uh, I don't know how to explain it to uh, you can have four of them in a row and if one goes down you can remove it and so you still have three running right so yeah it just uh, starting up uh, six chillers which is going to be fun nice okay now if you had to when I get guys like like you on here I always have to ask uh, if you had to give some advice to a Obviously, we want kids to get into trades. Oh yes, yes, um, for sure. We but, we are short on um, kids uh, uh, trades up here. It's it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> we all are. It's it's really bad. You know. It's um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say. I mean, what? Um, there's so much to get into in HVAC. I mean, would you recommend? You sound like you're pretty happy about what you do. Oh yeah. Uh, would you recommend going down this the path that you went down? Yes, yes. Um, you have to love what you do. Right. And, and right. when people ask me like, oh, do you not regret it? I'm like, I don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I do I have to do this? It's like I get to do this. You know what I mean? Yep. And so when I talk to the kids is like it's like 
pick a job, pick a trade that you're going to enjoy. And the one of the reasons I like the HVAC trade is there's always going to be a demand for it. No matter what, there's always going to be a demand for it. And, well, there's so many avenues. Yes, there's man. so many avenues, like design, sales, it, you know, whatever. Any kids listening or whatever like that, yeah, you get into a trade. And HVAC, I, I, I would say, is one of the best trades you can possibly get into, right? Um, you learn so much. And it's and it's not just, uh, it's, it's it, you need to know a little bit of everything. Electrical, plumbing, It's kind of, it's carpentry. the thinky trade. Yes, you need to it. know... You need to know a little bit of everything, which is which is cool because it puts you in a special kind of group that, hey, it's not just about moving air. It's about a little bit of, again, pl plumbing, carpentry, electrical, controls, you know. Yeah, to, physics. Yeah, everything. I mean, there's a whole lot yeah, going on there. There's a lot to know. So, yes, I recommend this trade to anybody and everyone um, to to try. Give it a shot, right? It, it's, it's good. It's good. A lot of fun. A lot to learn. Um, and when you see the stuff working and you're like, holy smokes, this is doing this, or I'm making it do this. It, it, it's, it's a cool feeling. It's a cool feeling. Yeah. I was looking at the new equipment. We got some, I got some emails at the end of the day of, uh, the new equipment coming down the line. And I think it's really gonna be appealing to some of these kids, man. It's for residential is what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. it's. It's getting ready to get pretty complicated on the residential side, man, which is cool. Um, maybe that'll attract, you know, maybe it'll be a little more flashy yep. um, and attract some uh, attract some more kids to the trade. I mean, you know, HVAC, we and Ryden said it on him before, it's been pretty stale for a long time on the residential side, man. Right, yeah. It's just been... Well, no. But it's, uh, it's getting ready to turn another... Well, even turn another gear here even just all the control like i mean just all the controls and what you can do and what you can see now like everything is on an app right and yep. right and so you know you can you can measure the air quality you can have sensors for different rooms and have everything set up you know you can have your own control system at home to do it it's you know and that's what that's what this generation likes they like to see it on a screen you know what i mean yeah so you know, it, it that could be one thing to attract them. And, you know, it's nice when you see it on a screen, you can see numbers, right? So, yeah. Now, so I was going to ask, sorry, Dennis. I mean, cut no, you off. You're good. You know, we're talking about all the changes that we have coming. Do you guys have anything, you know, because I don't, you know, I don't know what, what rating, how you guys even rate equipment up there. Like down right. here, we use SEER, HSPF, and EER, or in commercial, it's all IEER. Right. But do you guys rate on a similar style system or are you guys going to anything that's changing in the next couple of years since God, we well, have so much changing, but you know, we have, yeah, we, when we, we obviously had a lot of equipment with R22, right. And then, so that disappeared. So we went to 407 and now we mainly deal with 410, which is nice, but yeah, we do have, uh, ratings that we have to meet a certain, um, uh, and, it, and I apologize, it, it, I completely forget what the rating is, but we do have to have a certain uh, rating to come by, right? When it comes to electrical consumption, use and efficiencies. Gotcha. Yes, yes, it, it has to all that. Um, now, a lot of customers, they want, you know, uh, their gas fired burners. It has to be 90%, 90% and above. Right. That's all they want. And so 
the cool thing is we we do build stuff that's 90 percent and above so that's that's kind of neat but yeah we do have we do have a rating system that we do have to meet it's all government uh, um um backed right that the, always the, yeah, yeah. It, the government <laughs> guess, puts yes. forward these uh these uh ratings that we have to come to and yeah that's that's what it is yep so we're dealing with that same thing and you know down here where we are below kind of like the middle of the country where we can still sell 80 percent furnaces down here right but we can't sell you know what 13 sear is yeah for air conditioning up north they can sell 13 sear but they're in some cases are pretty heavily restricted towards 90s unless it's a certain type of change out i right. think is how they how they manage that so you know are you guys starting to get forced more and more towards making everything be electrical like we are uh like heat pump heat pump heat pump period heat pump is the heat pump's getting pushed get, hard yeah, like, it, yeah they won't well, I mean, the technology the technology's there getting, i mean it's great stuff but um i i think okay so in ontario it's all like gas i mean we do run into some stuff that is uh electric heat let's say right then when you move to quebec you guys are still there yep sorry yeah oh, sorry i thought i cut out uh so you move to quebec where they have a lot of hydroelectric dams and stuff like that everything mm-hmm. is there is pretty much electric heat you do get gas for heat but there's a, the electricity cost is a lot cheaper there so you know it's uh that's what they use predominantly uh i had someone ask me the same question is do you think we're going to go to all electric i i just when i look it, at the capacities of some of the equipment that's gas fired and then to try to convert that to electrical mm-hmm. and, and then exactly and I then i don't think we'll see up, it, yeah. uh, to upgrade say the buildings to have all the possible you know the power for this yep i mean it's it's a lot and the materials okay you know you're going from yep a million btu gas fired furnace now you want a million btu to electric heat right okay the wire size you know now you yeah what's that mm-hmm. heat kit look like yeah, yeah no joke <laughs> <laughs> and so you know you you now have to upgrade the service to the building the wiring in the building you know that's a yep. lot that's a lot there so I mean, I'm all for saving the earth and, you know, <laughs> everything like that. But if you can give me something that's equivalent to natural gas, that's great. You know, I'm all for it. Right. But right. Um, will it go? Maybe the heat pump is the way to go. Right. But to electric heat, and man, that's a lot, a lot. I of think maybe dual fuel is the way to go. Yeah, it could be, you but, know, use, you use know. natural gas up to a certain point there or, or heat, uh, heat pump up to a certain point and then to natural gas or something or. Yeah, I do like Which, a and heat that's, pump. And that's, that's what, like, you know, I mean, I don't feel like growing up where, where I grew up in the mountains, everything we have is propane. Right. So we did, but you know, it got so cold that, you know, strips, strips don't do it right where, where we were. So, you know, everything we did was 90 plus LP with dual fuel everything right right just about at least we pushed people that way as much as we could especially if they were in a position where they had to have gas it's like well this will save you a little bit right when you start chucking <laughs> chucking propane in that 90 plus furnace you're even then you're not gonna like your bill yeah yeah i just it well in it in atlanta it was like once you got away from the city got away from natural gas because in georgia natural gas was pretty cheap right 
um, once you got out and you started getting the LP, that's when we started installing uh, dual fuel. Right. Which is a good idea. It's a good system. I, I mean, you know, anything, anything could work. Is it just feasible to do? Yeah. Right. So, like, I mean, okay, electric cars are great. Yes. Awesome. Can you get, I have a truck. I have a Ford F-150 that carries tool. Can you supply <laughs> me something that's electrical that's going to give me the same torque, everything, you know, be able to carry the weight, the distance, you know, can you do it, right? If you can't, great. Yeah, sure, I'll go to electrical. Sure, why not? But, you know, until they... Well, you, as soon as you start putting weight yep. on those, mm -hmm. it's over. Yeah, well... And uh, it's over. Just, I mean, that's where they hit a wall. Well, and the other thing too is like, has anyone ever actually looked at a lithium mine? Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah, you got to get it. You got to get this Eesh. stuff from somewhere. Yeah, it, it doesn't grow in your backyard, right? So. Yeah, I mean, there's I a lot got of a question for you. Ideas are they feasible? That's another thing. Yep. So. uh I don't know if y'all saw, played a little golf tonight. Um, yep. Driving to the golf course, my 11-year-old, just me and her, right? A little bonding time. She says, is the planet getting heavier the more we build stuff on it? I thought, God, that That's is a loaded question. question. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, we. I was like, we could talk about this for hours. I mean. Where did she come up with that? Well, that's it, it, the logic um, is awesome. If you think about it, the fact that she's thinking that way, and I – right well, and is it getting I heavier said, i said well I, she said well she go i don't know we just went way off topic here i just thought about that's that. okay but, uh, <laughs> she said uh you know people she said the population's getting bigger but people are you know people are dying so they just kind of swap that she said that just washes that out and then <laughs> she's like i can hear her saying this and i was i was like she goes, you know, we got all these buildings and building this stuff. And I said, well, what are they building that of? Yeah. It's all stuff that's already here. So we just, we talked about that for, <laughs> for 30, 40 It's minutes. actually cute. It's a cute question because you think about it, you know, it, the, we are adding weight with the people, right? We're adding, right? Because we didn't have 5 billion people before, right? That's yeah. true. So there's a bit of weight. Maybe that's what the problem with the... With the Earth, you know, it's out of it's out of its orbit it's out of a little bounce. bit. The way it's, it's putting on a little, yeah, the Earth's putting on a little LB, couple LBs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but then, oh, we still, well, and see, then the next question is, all right, well, how much of every type of fuel source are we building, are we burning in one day, and how much of it is repopulating itself? Like, yeah, are there enough I mean, trees growing at the same rate that we're burning them to keep that weight ratio? <laughs> some days yes, some days no. <laughs> it's the same thing. When we take the oil out of the ground, are we building cavities? Is everything going to collapse into that cavity, right? Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good question, question there. too. Right? I mean, so, yeah. I was listening to uh, Oak Island. It'll just fill uh, the water. <laughs> you guys watch that, do you? Oak Island? Well, so my, I, I have. I can't help it. I was a history major in college, so anything okay. like that just piques my interest. But my yes. nephew actually just moved to Nova Scotia. He and his okay. wife moved okay. up there. She's a doctor, and he there's also like planting the church, right? Hmm. Yeah, I'm a history buff as well, so that yeah, it piqued me as well. That Oak Island stuff. Well, I was gonna say get us we can get into 
throw out some podcasts that we listen to and i know everybody can go down a wormhole with podcasts man i i wish i'd had <clears throat> podcasts a long time ago Me too. i swear that's all i listen to now man yeah yeah um whether it's golf or hvac um the golf podcast i listen to that you know kind of like talking about how the earth is it getting heavy right they they went down a wormhole <laughs> with uh have you ever thought about just the, the whole thought of flying like an airplane taking off like that huge thing. Oh yeah. And, and that they called it just a plastic tube, you know, going 700 miles an hour. Yep. Like, yep. Yep. The whole, whole mindset. I mean, we're on there just on our phone and then we land and we get off. Like it's no big deal. Right. But yeah. What, what's going on there? Like there's a lot going on. Yep. The plane taking off and landing. I mean, well, speaking of that, did you see, did you see about that plane that was like, uh, like ran off the runway or whatever down here in Charlotte with the DHL one or the, I don't know because, uh, the cargo plane, wasn't it? Something like that. I think, or no, there was, there was a, I thought there was actually a passenger plane too. Okay. But the funny thing is one of, uh, the guy that, or the people that Chris and I went to dinner with a couple weeks ago, um, her friend's husband's a pilot and he was landing his plane in Charlotte as the fire trucks were like rushing down through the, <laughs> oh, the airport geez. to that other plane. And at first he was like, is there a problem I don't know about? <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, it's the tail like, on fire. Yeah, it's like, we just it's like, luckily he had, been, like- <laughs> he had been like hearing everything on the radio. So when he saw him, he kind of put two and two together, but before that, he was like, "Why is everybody running down the runway? What's going on?" <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's just a lot going on, man. But we just kind of take it for granted. We jump on there, and oh, you, you um, can you look, you can you, everything you said now with the plane taking off. You say the same thing about an air conditioning system or a heating system, right? Like, right. <laughs> you know, the homeowner, the customer takes it for granted. Oh, yeah, I got cool air coming out. Awesome. They do not know what it takes to, you know, um, right. to get that. I mean, it was funny. Uh, um, I was helping my buddy of mine install a, a 410 system, right? And his neighbor still had an R22. And his, and he's like, wow, that's a big air conditioning system. You're going to get a lot more cooling out of that, you know, this, that, because of the size, that right? And, and, and you're trying to explain to them, no, no, it's, you know, you need the surface area to, for the pressure and all, you know, all, all it works at a higher pressure. And they didn't understand that. Right. So, oh, you start. That's what I used to do. The old homeowner that was hovering over yeah. me. I just started talking way over their head. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or even over my own head. I just started randomly saying shit yeah. and, uh, they just kind of ease off. Yeah. Like, yeah. This guy, I don't really want to talk to <laughs> I don't really care that much. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's the same thing. It's it's stuff taken for granted. There's a lot working in an air conditioning, you know, scroll compressors, right? The orbiting scroll and the, the everything like that. It's, mm. there's a lot going on there, right? So that's a bad subject, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, scroll compressors? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We got a, uh... yeah, there's, course you know liquid kills those um yep <laughs> yep but i just all i can say is stuff's just not made like it used to be man <sighs> uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i do some of the guys i talk to they get really frustrated you know from uh you know the, the just parts in general just parts in general but you know they'll 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 drop a rooftop unit somewhere you know 
manufacturer to be unnamed, right? You know, one compressor yep. going one way, the other one's going another way. You know, the scroll, you know, it's it's like, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I've talked to other people. There's like, you know, if they get uh, offshore parts, let's say copper, even right, uh, you know, compressor starts a couple times and the elbow breaks, snaps, right? Cheap copper, yep, right? Yep. So. Yeah, hey, definitely. And there's a lot that goes into repairing that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. They, it, it it didn't take them much to you know make it thin. Yeah. But it takes a shitload to fix that oh, yeah. now. And now you're looking at okay, I got to cut that out or sweat it out and put a proper one in there. It, it it's and it's always in the toughest spot, right? You can't get. Oh that, yeah. Right? So, yeah. So uh, you know, we, if you on Instagram, right? You follow some HVAC pages and you see jokes on there yep. of uh oh it's always the txv yes it's always yes. the TXV, yes. and everybody yes. makes everybody makes fun of that guy <laughs> and then you come to a tech support job like i got yep. and they do break. oh yes yes of course yes i yeah. mean they're they're breaking yep. like yeah. uh i got guys that you know braze with nitrogen and they hadn't had uh you know a txv fail in 10 years and they got five last month yep yep and I know this guy is by the book. And right. Yep. Oh, I don't, I, 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 he's asking me, he's like, what do you think? And I said, I mean, you don't really want to know. I mean, I just, <laughs> You're almost scared to say it now. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, it's not me. I'm like, I know what ain't That's you. COVID I mean, TXV. Is what that is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it, it's one of those, you know, it's one of those misunderstood parts i think of the of an hvac system you know what i mean oh, you know, the geez, closing yeah. force the opening force the equalizer line you know what's the bulb doing you know where should that bulb be sitting there's so many things that can have an effect on the way that tx valve is working right and i'm just done with yeah, them. yeah yeah i want eevs like right now on everything uh, uh you mean the electronic Get ones that. i want a piston yes. what are you talking about dennis give me them pistons they never well, fail yeah one of the- they never <laughs> fail it's like in psc blowers they're perfect well you, you, that's one thing with those eevs <laughs> you got to be careful about is you know um uh, those screens right they get the, yep. the 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 inlet screens there like they will get plugged up pretty darn quick if you know someone yeah, wasn't using that yeah there. So, I mean, nothing's perfect. Mini splits are real big on that. They got screens yeah. and and little uh, little mini dryers everywhere. Yeah, and they got screens in. Well, you know, it's just a it's just a little bubble of copper. And you look through it; it's got a little screen. In right, it. They're, they're everywhere. Um, they're like, man, we don't want to tear that tear that EEV up, but our screen is clogged. Um, so we still got a restriction, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Like, we still got to do what we got to do the same way. I mean, oh yeah, I I like the EVs. Like the, the the are we talking about? Um, are we allowed to say brand names or what? <laughs> oh, you, I don't. Well, you can I mean, say whatever you. I want, don't man. know. I, I know Corel. The Corel yeah. Corel EEV makes they make nice ones. Like the Corel uh, controllers, they make. Now, nice see, I've never I've never even seen that brand down here that I know of. A Corel. Right? Oh, okay. well, I don't even know who makes our EVs. I don't either. To be honest with you. Dang it! Now because the look at the picture. Oh, the vendors, the vendors were, were all brands are pulling from all vendors, just what they can get. Right, you know, right. you might unbox one tomorrow and be like, huh, that's got a different valve on it. Huh. You know, uh, just yep. cause they could, so they could keep making equipment. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, there's just not a whole lot to break there. That four phase motor, it's just indestructible. 
Yep. Um, DC. And, and, and well, yeah, and one thing about there's those. just no internal parts. Yep. Right? There's no sense in bulbs going to lose charge. Uh, it's spin open or spin closed, right? Yeah. There's no and equalize this. I mean, it's just too much going on with them. Man. I, and and it's nice when you know how to use them when they're when you're able to like uh, set them up properly and the you know the ones we use have like 500 steps to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. 500 <laughs> steps. Like that's it's it's unbelievable. But when it locks in and you're able to give it that, you know, whatever super heat you want, I mean, it's just awesome to watch, right? So yeah, the ones on ours are the all the math and everything. They're kind of designed for just ten degrees. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I mean, obviously, in in, the, in in refrigeration, I guess we're just all kind of shooting for that. Yep. But uh, yeah, that fine tuning, man, when you when you crank one up and or when the house is you know almost satisfied everything's good you can open the door of that coal and there's just it's just it's frosted it's just no it's not just sweating dripping everywhere you know yeah. what i mean it's perfect um i think that's moving forward in the industry as far as quality quality of air in the, in the house that's going to make a huge difference, man. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I know we, um, I don't know about you guys down there, with houses up here, they built up to like an R200 or R2000 standard. I don't know what you guys have the standard there when they, we they do it, like the, the leak test in the house. Energy and everything. Star is what they call our stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they yep. do the, like the leak test on the house where it's leaking and how much it's leaking and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. On our new construction, that's where, that's where we're headed. And then those houses are. Uh, yeah, they're foamed, yeah. right? Yeah. They're if if at minimum the roof line is foamed, um, but then when you start foaming the walls, now you need like two tons less than you used to, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you got to have a system like that really because it needs to run a lot. Yeah, and then you have to have the, also you have to have the fresh air, right? So you don't get the sick building syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. fresh air coming yeah. in, yeah. Now, all that stuff that you've probably messed with for 10 years is just now kind of creeping into residential you know on a day-to-day not just some guy's million dollar home you know it's i mean we got neighborhoods going up around here with they're foamed and high sear yep. uh just neighborhoods you know hundreds of homes in there like that yeah. so yeah, it's a new. It's gonna be a new generation of tech, and I, mean, I guess it should pay more. You know, I think <laughs> hopefully, that's good. Hopefully, you know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what uh, where you, uh, HVAC techs line up uh, like pay wise in the states, but you know we're we're second behind. I think it's like elevator repair guys here. Oh yeah, the elevator repair guy in the states was always this just mystery guy. Yeah, yeah. that that you know you get into that. You never saw, I never met one ever in my life. Um, and he signs off on it. You know, you see his little signature up there. Um, I've always heard that was a good gig though. Yeah. Another of- good gig would be escalator repair guys in Vegas. <laughs> Dude, there's a fortune to be made there. <laughs> Just don't forget where you left your jumper. That's all. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've covered uh, quite a bit here, and I feel like we could have you on 
many times coming man, up. Man, I would love to. You guys want to get me on anytime. I'm I'm ready to rock and roll, man. This is a lot of fun. I this is a good laid back Friday uh, Friday night for me. This is great. Yeah, this is nice. I know. I'm running out of beer. <laughs> a little mini fridge. So yeah, I mean, you got before we before we go, you got any podcast you want to throw out there? Um, you know, it, it, honestly, I only listen to you guys and the HVAC Know It All. That's pretty much the only two podcasts I do listen to. So, okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I can't wait to post something now online that I was online on with you guys, and I can't wait to hear it drop. And I'll probably account for maybe 500 listens right off the bat. And <laughs> you know what I mean. So. <laughs> but uh well yeah, I'm gonna, it was, it, I want to do my great, best man. to edit this. It's it's going to be butchered cuz we we're all dropping in and yeah. out. And uh hey man, if you know, feel like- if you want to do take 2 <laughs> in a couple weeks, we can do that too. I like it. I all like right. it. We may have to do a new intro. I don't even think we got your intro. Well, I feel like you dropped out. I'm uh, hoping I'm hoping whenever we we stop and let it sync up. I'm hoping that we get it all. Yeah. If not, I'd be more than happy to do it again. All right, man. Well, appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, thanks for being a listener. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, oh, no problem, guys, man. I really enjoy the stuff you guys do. And uh, I appreciate you having me. And I wish we could have got on sooner, you know, when we first talked. But, hey, it's uh, better late than never. That's right. That's right. We got many, many more episodes to come. Hey man, if you guys want to talk football as well, I'm good for that too. Oh yeah, well we got to get into the fall. For <laughs> there that. you go, there you go. And then I'm in. I'm in on some football. Nice. College oh. pro. Yeah, I need to hook him up with Lucas. Oh, college football yeah, Luke, podcast. Luke. Oh yeah. Yep. Cool. All, All right. right, guys. Well, yep. Appreciate you coming on, and we'll we'll wrap it up here and. Uh, Man, I, I yeah. Look for it on Monday. We'll see what it look. We'll see what it sounds I like. I appreciate so much, and uh, I'll, I'll send you a text or something, and I'll get me your address, and I'll send you some stickers. Yes, no doubt. All right, we'll send some your way Sweet. as well. All right, buddy. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Right.